Every one of us can change the legacy we leave behind us. And I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be hard. In fact, it's quite simple. Join me this week as I share five easy ways to change your legacy. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. Our homes are the greatest influence on our kids, and this time of the year gives us a chance to raise the bar spiritually in our personal walk and to challenge our kids in theirs. In summer, it's just enough time to establish some good habits before the school year starts back up. There's some very intentional changes you can make in your home and your personal life that are sure to plant seeds for eternity in your kids' hearts. I remember growing up experiencing some of these very same things, and they are the very things God used to draw me to himself. We will unpack five remarkably simple lifestyle changes in our daily devotions this week. These will help you to step up your spiritual parenting. The prayer sheet this week, we will be praying these very disciplines over your children and asking God to give them a desire to walk in them as well. If you aren't part of the Raising Kids on Your Knees prayer tribe, won't you go over to the website and subscribe? I will leave a link right here in the show notes so that you can go right there and subscribe. My prayer for you this week is that you will be encouraged as you take steps to strengthen your relationship with God. I am also privileged to pray alongside of you for the next generations. I am firmly convinced that our prayers for our children are what is going to bring revival to the generations to come. Okay, so let's get started. Here is the very first thing you can begin to do that will make the biggest impact on the generations to come. Look at Proverbs chapter 15, verse 8, the second half of that. This is what it says. He delights in the prayers of the upright. Prayer is the very first thing that will impact the legacy you leave for your children. Your prayers for your children will echo throughout generations. I want to share with you what my prayer space looks like. I have a chair in my living room. I have a cute little crate, and in that crate is all I need for my quiet time. I have my Bible in there, a journal, some devotional books, and some fun pens, different colors, and some highlighters. I also have a box of tissues for those mom moments. You know what I mean by that. This space is known as my war chair. My kids know that this is where I spend time praying for them. Do you have a specific place where you can spend time with God? If not, why not take this week and find that sacred place in your home where you can spend time with God? Maybe you're an on-the-go mom. Grab a crate or a bag that you can put all your quiet time things in for those moments you find yourself waiting in a car rider lines or sitting on the sidelines at a practice. When our children know they are prayed for consistently, It is a powerful force in their lives. It paves a path for the Holy Spirit to work. If you want to see what it means to them, read an article that I wrote called Praying Moms Do Matter. I've added a link 
for that article right here in the show notes to take you right to the website. As you make prayer an important part of your parenting, it will also encourage your children to develop the same importance of prayer in their own personal lives. The second thing that we can change that makes a huge impact on our kids is to change the music we listen to. Look at Psalm 40 verse 3. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. The music we listened to on a regular basis in my home growing up had a huge impact on me. Listening to my mom's albums of Southern Gospel not only dispelled the enemy in our home, but it also paved a path to my heart. I still remember belting out all those tunes as a kid. A quick search on the internet will show you how much music can affect us socially, emotionally, and mentally. Allow God to put a new song in your mouth and a hymn of praise so that many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. My challenge for you today is to play only praise and worship music in your home and in your car for 30 days. That's it, just 30 days. If after 30 days it has not made a difference in your family, then go back to what you normally listen to. But my guess is it will make a huge difference. Listening to music that feeds your soul will guarantee to feed your kids' souls as well. Some of the best moments for me is hearing my children and my grandchildren worship the Lord. The third thing is something I believe us as moms get hung up on because we believe the lie that we must be in the Word of God for more than five minutes for it to be effective. Let's look at what Hebrews 4.12 says. For the Word of God is alive and active. Reading the Bible alone and together is like a thermostat on the wall. It changes the environment. Hebrews 4.12 reminds us that the Word of God is living and active. There is no other book you will ever read that will have as powerful an impact on your life and the lives of your kids than the Bible. Taking time to read your Bible every day will make a huge impact on your personal life. As your children see you making it a priority, they're going to do that as well. As a young mom, that may simply be leaving it out on your kitchen counter and grabbing a spiritual snack as you walk by. If you have young children, gathering some good books that have age-appropriate Bible studies in them is a great idea. God has spoken to me in those kids' books so many times. For more great ideas about reading with your kids, go check out my friend Betsy Pendergrass's webpage. It's called gatheringaroundbooks.com. She can help guide you to some great books for your children and for yourself. I'll link her website in the show notes. Another good way to introduce your children to the Bible is through well-done Christian media, such as Superbook. Finding fun and interactive ways to engage your children in the Bible will impact generations. The fourth thing I want to share with you is something that we don't hear too much about anymore, even from our pulpits, and that is the problem with not dealing with our sin. Hebrews 10, 26 says this, Dear friends, if we deliberately continue sinning after we've received knowledge of the truth, there is no longer any sacrifice that will cover these sins. In this verse, the writer is very frank about walking in sin that we are fully aware of and not dealing with. You must confront sin head on. Understanding that fear, pride, control, and unbelief, to name a few, are sin 
is where we must begin as followers of Jesus. Calling those things what they are and being genuinely broken over them is the beginning of confession and repentance. If you confess your sin and then get up off your knees only to go do it again, there's no true brokenness or repentance. You are seeking only to feel better for the moment. True repentance is not only stopping what you are doing, but also turning toward God. If there is something God is speaking to you about, I want to challenge you to be brave and courageous and take care of it. There is nothing that will ever be more freeing for you and for your kids. As they see you confess your sin, it will encourage them to confess their own. This is the beginning of walking in freedom and victory in Christ and the beginning of changing the legacy you leave behind. Don't be afraid to share appropriate personal struggles with your kids. It makes you more real in their eyes and it goes a long way in helping them walk in freedom and victory we all have in Christ. A great place to start is being willing to apologize to your kids when you've blown it. When they see you humble yourself, it goes a long way in developing a tender conscience in your children. And the fifth thing that you can do to change the legacy you leave behind, we find in Hebrews 10.24. Let us think of ways to motivate one another with acts of love and good works. This verse speaks to how important we are to each other as the body of Christ. My brothers and sisters in Christ motivate me with acts of love and good works. Community with other believers on a regular basis encourages us. Fellowship with one another feeds our spiritual soul. And when your kids see you enjoying the fellowship of other believers, it encourages them to do the same. We are all part of the body of Christ. We need one another to walk out this journey of life here on earth. God created in each one of us a void for relationship with one another that he himself will not fill. As you see community with the body of Christ, it will encourage your children to do the same. The enemy looks for those of us who sail without a convoy. Community affords protection as well as helps you grow spiritually. You don't have to walk this road alone. I want to encourage you to not ignore the means of grace that God has afforded us, especially here in the United States. There are many, many opportunities to expose our kids to the truths of the word of God. Find a vacation Bible school in your area this summer and take your kids to it. Better yet, volunteer yourself. Listening to Christian radio in our cars is a privilege that our brothers and sisters around the world, they don't enjoy. Turn up your praise music. Pray and pray and pray some more. Make it the norm in your home. Read your Bible and do what it says. Find some friends to do life with this summer. These may seem like small changes, but they will change eternity for you and your kids. Let me pray for you this week. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you so much that you did not make this walk hard with you. That Lord God, all we need to do is take little turns towards you in prayer and reading your word and listening and praising you through music and and Lord to confess our sin and to deal with it. That's what you died for on the cross. Lord, grant us courage. Be with my friend today. Grant her courage and give her guidance and direction. In Jesus' name, amen. As my friend Jamie Bailey at Expedition Marriage says, your marriage is your best parenting tool. We at Raising Kids on Your Knees couldn't agree more. 
So join us September 10th through 12th, 2021 at beautiful Lake Junaluska, North Carolina for the very first Rest, Refresh, Renew Marriage Retreat. Rod and I, Chris and Jamie Bailey, and Taylor and Betsy Pendergrass will all be there to give you the tools you need to make your marriage a legacy changer. You can get all the details at raisingkidsonyourknees.org and click the marriage button. We hope to see you there.